Welcome back, everybody, to the You Heard It Here First podcast. I'm your host, Sammy DeYoung, and I think we're finally back in a regular rhythm of the podcast, so this is the first of many for the 2022-2023 ministry year. And today's guests are Seth and Hillary Meyer. I haven't done the interview yet, so we'll see what they have to say. I'm excited about it. Yeah, they are a very nice couple. They've joined... Two years ago, two and a half years ago, I think they started That's coming. That's what I when don't they, know. I think they started coming when we had outdoor worship. Oh yes, they walked over because they two? live in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and that would have been the summer of twenty twenty. So, yeah, a little over two years now. Yeah. Wow, I'm excited to talk to them. But before we talk to them, what what's popping, Pastor Josh? What's popping, Pastor <laughs> Josh? Uh there's not a whole lot popping. Although oh, I was thinking there's a lot. There is a lot going, going on, on this week. Well, so one of the things that I noticed in the office last week was that there was a lot of anxiety. You thought so too? Oh, definitely. There was a lot kicking off mm-hmm. with the beginning of Sunday school mm-hmm. and then the prayer walk and ministry starting. Everyone, you could tell, was just a little ready for stuff to start. Yeah. And Ready to stop just talking about it and actually yes. doing it. Yep. We've just been prepping for a long time and ready to start. You do get to that point where you're just ready to have things mm-hmm. go instead of keep talking about them and plan for them. Yeah. We'll just do it. Which is too bad because you had planned an outdoor event I on know. Sunday night and <laughs> that didn't happen. No. But we went bowling instead and that was very fun. How many games did you do? Mm, well, we had four lanes. And I know one of the lanes, I think, got through one and a half games. Okay. And the, a couple other ones got through like three or four. Are there any exceptional bowlers as, that are part of our church? Um. Well, I was talking to Alex Muhlenberg at church in the morning. He's like, Sammy, I'm not a good bowler. I normally get okay. like 70. And he won every round on his lane. He wow. broke 100 every time. So I don't know what was that about. But he did wow. good. I'm trying to think if anyone else. Toward the end, they started doing like silly. Shots. Yeah. Yeah. Silly bowl. How did you bowl? I didn't. Oh, you didn't bowl. I like bowled for a couple people, but I didn't bowl. There was we only got four lanes, and more kids showed up than I expected. Oh, okay. So it's a good problem to have. It is a good problem to have. Yes. So I just hopped around and. So chatted. will there be a makeup time at the Vanderlaan? Yes, this Sunday. Nice. You're going, going with bowling. the middle school. Well, I thought it might be too much, and the high schoolers might take over a little bit. So. Yeah. The high school is going before from 3 okay. to 5, and then middle school is doing 5.30 to 7.30. Nice. So there's not an overlap. Yeah. So hopefully there will be no injured children from the high school that the middle school that will miss out on. Uh, always the hope that yeah. no one gets hurt. And it rarely happens. So you also missed out on the uh, Amina Ministries fundraiser. Did you see the inside I, of church? I did. I walked in while they were in here, and there was, really cool. there was a lot of people, and it was very cool. Yeah. Looked like a good. They had a bounce house in here. They had two bounce houses in here. Where was the second one? Right next to the other one. Oh, I only like I walked in, facing one, so I couldn't facing. So yeah. I couldn't see it. Don't mock me. You have twenty five seconds. Only twenty five seconds. Mm-hmm. Wow. Tell okay. me about the prayer walk. Uh, the prayer walk was great. We had a uh, good turnout. Very informal, so Aaron filled us a little bit in on hand-to-hand, some of the numbers and families. Mm-hmm. Steph filled us in on the mentors. Nice. Uh, had the chance to pray for 
a lot of those things. There's a new principal, Mr. V. Oh, nice. I don't know his full name. So we <laughs> prayed for him and uh, the other teachers. And sounds like we're starting Kids Hope the first week of October. I was going to ask Steph when I... Yep, first week of October, we're starting buddy. in the same week as Heritage. So okay. looking forward to that because I kind of miss my buddy Isaac. I do too. Great. That's what's going on this week. Enjoy the interview with the Myers. Well, Seth and Hillary, welcome to the podcast. Thank you both for coming today. How was your day today? It's a Friday evening, so end of the work week. How How was it? Very energetic and just chaotic. It's really? Normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I had a normal day at work doing my consulting, IT consulting. Nice. And then I took I took an hour just to go clean the hot tub. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> we have it drained, so I took the time to clean out the water so we can nice. we gotta move it a little bit. So Okay. That was my day. Nice. Great. Um, well, we have you on the podcast today to talk about a few different things. The first thing is you both have been attending our church. Pastor Josh and I are trying to figure it out. A little over two years now? Yeah. Because you uh, came to outdoor? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We we moved here in October of okay. two years ago. Okay. But I think we came a couple times before that, before we moved. We were just kind of spotting out the area where we where we tried a couple other churches. Yeah. Uh-huh. I grew up in a CRC church, so okay. that's, that's, I guess, why we came here in the first place. Nice. But. Yeah, and we, our first service, actually, was in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah. And then on the way out, they're like, are you first-timers? They gave oh, us a someone little caught plant through the window, <laughs> so that was nice. Was that, you were in your car? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and we were, it was an outside service. Nice. Very cool. So we just wanted to take the time to get to know you guys a little bit. Um, so if you each want to take some time to just introduce yourselves family, hobbies, work that you've done, stuff like that? Well, I guess I'll go first. Um, my name is Hillary. Um, like we said, we've been here at First Cutlerville for almost two and a half years, I would say. Um, I am from St. Joe originally. Nice. Um, I grew up with a Lutheran background. Okay. Um, and then went to Grand Valley. Oh, nice. And got an education degree. So I had my certification in elementary education. Cool. Um, I taught for three years in um, public and private schools in third and second grade. Nice. Um, Met him and moved back because I actually taught in Florida for a year. So we were long distance and then came back here and we got married in Lansing and then we found our way out here. Nice. Great. Yeah. So I grew up I grew up in uh, the Hudsonville area uh, up until probably age 23, 24, something like that. Okay. But I grew up in the Hudsonville Christian school system, so I went through all of that, and then I went to Unity Christian. Nice. So I'm definitely familiar with the area. Mm-hmm. My, my parents still live here. Um, I went to Davenport um, in the, okay, Gra- cool. the Grand Rapids. Uh, well, I guess like their main, their main campus right now. Okay. So. That's where I went to college. Um, after that, I kind of got a job out in Holland as a developer. Um, it was actually at my dad's uh, where he works. So that's kind of how I got the in there. Nice. Um, worked there for about a year and then kind of got a random call to go work at a job out in Lansing. My brother and sister-in-law live out there. And so they went to a church where my boss at the time had went. 
and he just randomly found, like found my brother and was like hey you know anybody who's a developer and so perfect just you know out of the blue happened yeah. just all of a sudden so uh you know that led me to lansing and i still work there nice eight years almost eight years later so do you work mm-hmm. remotely now or do you drive yep. to lansing every day no i work remotely nice. have an office in our house nice yeah so when i was um pregnant with faith and right before i had her <laughs> covid happened uh-huh. and i told him i'm like man i'm gonna need you home for like at least two weeks after i give yeah. birth yeah and he ended up just staying forever nice <laughs> and ever so i've heard that yeah. from a few people like they said they had to stay home for a while and then it just ended up working out that it was fine for them to stay home mm-hmm. so they just continued doing it yeah yeah i i probably could have even if covid didn't happen i probably would have started working from home yeah I, I work in a very remote capable job okay where it you know we work with a lot of different clients all over the place so it's okay. not like, like we do one one specific thing and so it's relatively easy to you know yeah work here and then work there and it doesn't yeah. really matter where you are because it's all it, it's all yeah, over the place it's very anyway. remote capable. yeah nice well i also mentioned family on the get to know you and if you want to introduce some of the people that you might hear in the background of this interview. Hey, can you say your name in this? What's your name? Faith Ray Meyer. Good job. Thank you. What is your sister's name? Eden Renee. Eden Renee. Eden Renee. Very nice. And Eden's just having a good time playing over there. Uh Uh-huh. Nice. Yes. Anything cool we should know about you faith faith what do you like to do i am playing with toys like to play with toys yeah your teddy bear you just showed me yeah yeah that's a cool teddy bear oh what do you you want to tell miss sammy what you like to do at dinner do you pray the whole lord's prayer the whole thing yeah do you want to say it will you say it for me okay ready in heaven I'll be your name, make your income, I will done our of the heaven. Give us the dream from just a paper of And from temptation, a sister, a skin, and power, and go heaven. Amen. Amen. Good job. That's a lot of words to remember. <laughs> hey, can you go play with Teddy now? Thank you, Faith. <laughs> Good job. Great. So you have two daughters. How mm-hmm. old are they? Uh, Faith was born in January, so she's about two and a half, and okay. Eden is about almost fifteen months old. Okay, as you can tell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> both have a lot of energy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was so cute, though. I'm glad she said that for oh, us. Yeah. Um. So cute. Um, I was asking Pastor Josh some questions I should ask you guys, yeah. and I'll start with you, Hillary. He mentioned, or maybe Heidi mentioned this, that you yeah. played in a marching band. I did, yeah. Can you tell so us about that? When I went to Grand Valley, um, one of the first things that I wanted to do was play in the marching band, um, and so I ended up staying there went for my education degree. Mm-hmm. I did marching band the whole time, so I am an alumni there still, and I play with the band every October during their alumni game. You still do that now? I still do it. That's yep. awesome. Yep. And I actually did it while I was pregnant with Faith and Eden. So they both got to it? experience um, 
the field and hearing the marching band and everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I actually marched for five years. And you played what instrument? Uh, the trumpet. Nice. Yep. And did you play that all through high school then too? Yep. So I started in fifth grade and went all the way through. Nice. Yep. Awesome. So Seth actually grew up playing the cello. Oh, so nice. He has his cello. He doesn't play. No, as I don't often. play that pretty much ever now. Yeah. yeah. I like. I yep. would like him to. Yeah. To high school, and then that was it. I've played then it you a were few done. times after that, but Not I'm much. sure I've lost it at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably hard to like pick that back up again after a long time. I don't yeah, think I, I could. Mean, you kind of have some remembrance of you yeah. know, where to put your fingers, but yeah. to then go back and read the notes on the page, that's always the hardest part. Yeah, for sure. Um, so she talked about marching band, but then when, was it both girls got baptized? Yeah. Yes, when they got baptized, you had that cool quartet. Was that all your brother's? Or no, yep, my two brothers and my dad. Okay, nice. Can you kind of tell us about that? Yeah, so we we kind I don't remember the first time we did it. Uh, it was probably probably ten years ago. Oh I wow! Say. I mean, I was probably back in beginning of college, maybe. So that would have nice. been that would have been like 2011, 2012. Okay. And so we've done it. We've done it. I'd say maybe a dozen times okay. or so, just around. It's kind of wherever it's needed. Yeah. Like we've done it at my my sister's church down in Indiana a okay. couple times. Um, we sang at my sister's wedding. Nice. So it's yeah, it's just kind of been you know whenever it's needed. Yeah. We'll kind of we'll kind of do it. Yeah. I I told Heidi that I really wanted um, him and his brothers to sing the blessing for mm -hmm. the girls because I feel like that would um just kind of be really special and a good moment for the girls when they grow up to see that you know that song was sung for them by their dad and that and by a family that loved them mm -hmm. and especially with the words it really meant a lot to yeah. me but i also feel like it meant a lot to our congregation as well to see how much um the girls are going to be loved in the future yeah for sure for sure. Yeah, it was very cool. I think a lot of people really appreciated that. Um, so you kind of hinted at this already. Or actually, was there any hobbies you wanted to mention? Oh, I, I like running. And I like working out. I've also been a vivid, active member of the garden this year. Oh, yes. So we've uh, gotten lots of tomatoes and green beans. Corn didn't work out. Watermelon did not work out. Shoot. But the green beans and tomatoes were nice. a good yeah abundance for us the garden looked very popular this year did you oh, get yeah. to talk to quite a few people out there or not? i did yeah oh, and i actually have a lot of contacts that would like to get a plot next year as well oh nice that are very interested and yeah. it's just it's so nice to be able to outreach even in my own neighborhood yeah um that people just walk by and they're like wow i can do that too and yeah. you know it's we're just planting those seeds to people who may eventually want to come to our church in the future yeah it's a great outreach yeah. i've noticed too or like when we had a couple youth group nights out there this summer and people came over and said hi mm -hmm. and just kind of asked what was going on which i think is cool for people to see yeah um so kind of jumping on to first cutlerville things what kind of drew you to first cutlerville i know you mentioned you grew up in a crc church were you kind of hopping around to other churches before or what was 
going on at the time? Um, I mean, we had kind of went to a few churches. Um, I don't know. We just we went here. We liked we liked Pastor Josh. I mm-hmm. thought he was captivating. I mean, it was yeah. it was easy to listen to him. Um, everybody was friendly. Good. I think that's kind of the the big part. Everybody kind of yeah introduced themselves and you know seemed invested to want to kind of get to know you. Yeah, that's always a big part. Yeah. I also feel like when I was dating him, I would get the feeling that his church to him and his family was like a family in itself. Mm. Yeah. And so like, that's something that I've always valued and wanted for my family. So Mm -hmm. that's one thing that I really appreciated when we came in, everyone kind of took us under their wing, but also wanted to care for our family. Yeah. So that was another main, main thing. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and how has that transition been? Cause you kind of started coming when we were outside. So from outside to inside, was it kind of like, oh, we've been coming for almost a year now, but some people still don't know us or how was that transition with everyone back together again? I would say we actually only came to maybe two, two of the outdoor ones. ones. I think by that time, COVID was probably almost a year. Okay. Um, because, you know, we moved in October, and I, I think maybe it, even at that point, you guys were having just the um, the online ones, and I know we, okay. we watched quite a few of those. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's it's funny because, you know, we only live within walking distance here, mm-hmm. so it, it's it's definitely nice to in the summers to be able to walk over here sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I, I, th- I feel like the transition's been good i mean we haven't we haven't noticed anything bad about you know going from online to you know in person i know we don't always make in person so we'll Mm -hmm. we'll watch the online one but yeah yeah but then again you know then it's nice to say you know people will notice that oh you weren't there last week yeah yeah what's you know anything wrong or anything like that but so i mean people at least notice those things yeah well and i also feel like now we can put a name to their face because for the longest time like it was so hard at least for me I'm a really good people person but Mm -hmm. when there's a ton of people that kind of came at us you know right right when we got to come back to church I was meeting so many people and it was like wow like this is great but then I it took me just a little bit of time to really get to know the people and I feel like everyone is so willing to take the time to say hey how are you? Mm. My name is this. And they always put us first, which was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, is there anything you guys are really looking forward to for this upcoming ministry year? I know you did gems last year and you're doing that again this year. Uh Um, if you want to talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so with gems this year, um, I'm taking on the arts and craft Um, room and so we've been really um adamant about putting together like the schedule for the year what crafts we're gonna do talking Mm -hmm. with julie and jocelyn um to make sure that things are prepared in a way that is um set up for success for the girls this year um but a lot of cool things are coming Mm -hmm. um which is really exciting and um this is just a way that i can serve in a way that I know how to, mm-hmm. um, but also be 
willing to help out the church in a way that I can, even though my girls are so young. Yeah. But growing up Lutheran, I never had gems. So mm. I started last year and I said, hey, Julie, like, I know nothing about gems. I really want to step in. I want to serve, but I also want to learn and grow alongside yeah. the girls because yeah. I feel like that's so important. If I'm home with the girls all the time, I want to make sure I'm implementing those things at home as well because it's your church, your school, and your family. Yeah. And it needs to be those three. Yeah. So... You know, and it all starts here. So if I'm not inputting myself here, I want to make sure that I can do that at home too. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so that's exciting that you're going to be doing the crafts with the girls. And you have some experience then with that age group of girls as well too. Yes, right? that's yep. So the... it's third through eighth graders. Yep. Mm -hmm. So you worked with second and third graders before. So that's mm -hmm. probably kind of fun to see that age group again and be able oh, yeah. to work personally with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I also have on our list attending meal nights. Like you said, yeah. you guys are walking distance. So mm -hmm. even if you're not helping with the ministry, you're still able to come to meal nights. How do you guys enjoy doing that on Wednesday nights? Oh, it's such a blessing. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. It gives us a nice break to have fellowship with others, but mm -hmm. also enjoy a meal with people that you yeah. normally wouldn't see. And it's a nice midweek break, at least mm -hmm. for me. And to have a meal, you don't have to cook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is always yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very nice. Because how long of a walk is it to get here? Oh, it's only like five minutes. Because you guys are in the newer half of this neighborhood back here. Yeah, yep. nice. Yep. Um, which is what's up next on my list. Pastor Josh mentioned that you guys live so close. So, like, how is it walking to church? Do you mainly walk just in the summer? Do you ever walk in the winter time? Um, so I normally will walk to church with the girls, um, probably once or twice a day during the summer okay. just to check on the garden. Faith likes to pick the tomatoes and she'll oh, just nice. eat them. Um, nice. and then I've also done like my running. So my running routes, mm. I run through the church parking lot. Nice. I run outside of the parking lot and I've actually seen a lot of runners use our parking lot out oh, here yeah. to just either do circles or to add it to their mm -hmm. um, daily routine. Yeah. Um, it feels safe for us. I know where Good. we used to live. Sometimes it, it was kind of a sketchy area, but at the same time, like I still kind of felt safe, but here I feel more safe and at home. Yeah. But I also feel like it's our church too. Yeah. Like, I feel like this area just seems more homey. Mm-hmm. Nice. Kind of adding on to that. So like you said, you feel safe over here and we have a few, we have the garden, which is fun to mm -hmm. walk through and a big space to walk around for people that like to walk their dogs and stuff like that. But outside of like the volleyball court and kickball field, there isn't a ton of activity things. Yeah. So as parents of young kids, what is something you would like to see? Cause we have tons of space. Yeah. What is something that you think would be a cool addition someday? Well, I had heard through the grapevine that there's possibly a playground in yes, the works. in the works, hopefully. Yeah. Um, I think that that sounds like a great idea um, because a lot of the moms that I talk to in the area, mm -hmm. they pick a playground every single day to go to in a different place. Mm. So, and that's what they purposefully do with their kids to get them out of the house and to just enjoy a space that is outside of the home, but to get them exploring and learning. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be a great addition. Um, I also feel like just like using some of the space for maybe a big game area where mm. we could like during the summer, 
lay out cornhole or something yeah. and just have like a neighborhood community game night. Yeah. You know, because I feel like what's summer about watermelons and yeah. cookouts yeah. and games and um, bonfires because I know we have, mm-hmm. the fire yeah, we have the fire pit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of utilizing that space a little bit better too. Yeah. Because it's so close to the garden that there's not a ton of space mm-hmm. around it, but if there's like another chunk for the games like you said mm-hmm. we can kind of be by the garden and by church and all that and maybe even building some sort of you know small ish pergola you know mm-hmm. some sort of covered area oh yeah would be yeah that'd be I nice think, you know it doesn't have to be anything super large or anything yeah. like that but but something for some shade because it does get pretty yeah, hot back there in the summer yeah <laughs> yeah i do have to say though with the garden it was one way i could get out of the house sometimes without the girls and Mm -hmm. it would just be so peaceful i bet that even during the summer i think it would be nice to have maybe a um a prayer area outside Mm. set up with like a nice bench or something where people can go and just either pray or just you know take some time to be with god yeah um and then if the children wanted to come too, we're actually thinking about building a um, community library in our neighborhood, mm, but nice. it would be nice here too yeah. to get some books out in the community yeah. and just have more opportunities for kids mm-hmm. to learn. Like those cute little ones. Yes. yes yeah. Those ones are cute. And that would be super easy to build and put by the garden or put along the path mm-hmm. while you're walking would be very nice. Yeah. Yeah. I like those ideas. I should have brought a pen. But you I know, can... and Seth is a big disc golf player too. Nice. So it'd be really cool to have like a disc golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all the way around the property. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. And you have like some wooded area too. So it'd be really cool to go in. Yeah, go into the woods yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it is relatively easy to make. Yeah. You know, all you need is just a little, the, the baskets. Do you mm-hmm. need to like measure out how far they are apart and all that stuff, or does it not really matter? Yeah. Not if you're just having just fun. Just for fun. Yeah. yeah. You'd at least want to say, like, put a stake or something that says, like, this is where you start. Like, yeah. this is where you throw, but yeah, put a little stake in the ground. It's yeah. Pretty simple. Pretty easy to do. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, great. Those were the, my main questions about church and living so close. Um, I don't think we've done, like, an announcement about this yet, but Hillary no. and I talked last week about doing a Bible study on The Chosen, which you both have watched, correct? Yes. Yes. Um, So this could be kind of your opportunity to plug it, to encourage people to come to it, why it was so impactful for both of you, why you think it's important for other people to watch and discuss it. So the first time I think we heard about The Chosen was from Seth's mom and dad. And they had said, hey, kids, because we were all together, him and his siblings. Mm-hmm. And at they Christmas. had at Christmas and they said, hey, there's this really cool thing that I think you guys would all relate with. And um, we were like, oh, OK, cool. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And so we went home and we watched it together. And I think it was that first night we were just hooked. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even like a long sit down thing. It mm-hmm. was just the message that was spoken through the first episode and even every episode Mm -hmm. it just speaks god and it speaks the gospel so well that i think it just hooked us yeah yeah i think too it it gives a i i mean obviously we don't really know but it seems like it gives a fairly Mm -hmm. accurate you know of what 
of what he might have been walking through with his mm-hmm. disciples. You know, it, it goes through the process of him, like like the first couple seasons of him getting all 12 disciples. Okay. And so it's 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 fascinating to see how other people interpret kind of like yeah. what he might have gone through and yeah. all that stuff. But yeah, it, it I don't know. It definitely... It gave me goosebumps sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So well, I went home well, and watched the first episode after we yeah. met, Talk. and I literally had chills. I, I have just it right started, now. The tears <laughs> yeah. just started like, yes. che- like pouring down my yes. face out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, it's getting so popular because, number one, it's fan-funded. Everything comes yeah. from viewers mm-hmm. and donations. And, number two, it's all written by Dallas Jenkins, who, if you don't know who he is, He's an incredible director, and he just was called to do this mm. from God. Yeah. And it it just – it's one of those things where if you see something in the community about The Chosen, mm-hmm. you can instantly have a connection with someone mm-hmm. and then bridge the gap for that conversation to yeah. have with someone. Yeah. And – to one of the episodes spoiler alert (laughs) is about getting used to being different like how can we as disciples become different just like the disciple Matthew yeah Um, they actually depict him in an episode um with a little bit of autism Mm -hmm. and some of us reading the bible wouldn't actually know that yeah (laughs) so yeah you know it's just little things like that Mm -hmm. and how they portrayed these characters that I feel like I can step into these episodes yeah and I'm walking it with them and Mm -hmm. learning from Jonathan is his name who plays Jesus Mm -hmm. um but really learn from him and understand his heart yeah and what really like when Pastor Josh speaks about Jesus I have a visual image and I Mm -hmm. also can feel what Jesus was like when yeah. Pastor Josh talks because of how I've seen it depicted in The Chosen. Well, I was just thinking um, that this study, just I've been wanting to do it for a couple years now, but just haven't had the time or the drive to do it. And mm-hmm. I, I felt that this was the right time for First Cutlerville. Mm-hmm. Um, since it is getting popular, um, there are two seasons that are out currently and mm-hmm. they're working on completing the third season right now which they're almost done filming um so that will be coming out as well um but i also feel like this isn't just for young couples this isn't just for you know a certain demographic Mm -hmm. the chosen really speaks to all ages and i think that it's something that just brings a lot of discussion yeah and um and it, it also just raises the questions of you know who can we reach Mm -hmm. and no matter their age or demographic or anything um it's just a way to have genuine conversation about jesus and the gospel and Mm -hmm. how can we show love to others yeah and i'm just really excited about introducing it to Mm -hmm. some people in our church and hoping that they are going to be encouraged just like you and I are yeah. and um but also willing to take it to the next step of how can we as first cutlerville disciples mm-hmm. outreach other people yeah because that's what our main mission is for we're here to share the gospel and make yeah. disciples of men mm-hmm. and you know i feel like the chosen really depicts that in every single episode mm-hmm. um 
So no matter whether you are young or old, um, this study is just a come, watch an episode, have a few snacks, and just have a casual conversation because that's what we want to do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's really cool that there's a study that goes along with it because mm-hmm. when I first heard about it, it just seemed like a series and yeah. it's just like watch it. You can think about it on your own, but it's nice that they have those questions to keep mm-hmm. thinking about it for your everyday life. It's not just like a cool Bible show. It, yeah. it can be applied to your everyday life. Yeah, and I, I like how the questions in the study guide was made by Dallas and his wife and mm-hmm. also biblical scholars Yeah, um, that – create these questions, but they're also meaningful conversations that they want you to have together mm-hmm. rather than just thinking them to yourself. Yeah. So. Yeah. Awesome. So it's open to all adults that are yep. interested and mm-hmm. if you've already watched it or haven't watched it, you welcome to come. Yeah. And possibly getting childcare, which is yes. also a plus yes. because us with young kids, it's hard to get out of the house, number one. Yeah. And number two, it's like, when do we ever get a break? Yeah. Never. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're really trying to focus and get everyone here, you know. Yeah. And it's not just for First Cutlerville. I've invited some of my yes. neighbors to yeah, come. Some friends. I've invited younger couples. And I'm trying to just let anyone know because yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. Yeah. It'll be good. And that's starting in October, the first Thursday in October. So I think that's the 6th uh maybe the next week the 13th oh yeah yeah because the that week was the gems and cadets week. yes we wanted a week in between so i think it's yep the 13th yep the 13th 13th of october is the first first one great yeah um so we have a couple minutes we'll get to a couple of sammy's six unless there's anything else you wanted to mention about yourselves or that you think people should know seth is a really good singer we should get you on a praise team. I think uh, Holly's looking for some people for her praise team. Yeah. She's already tried to get me to be in praise team. Yeah. Maybe she'll listen to this and yeah. shoot you a text. <laughs> we'll see. Um, But my first question is normally a coffee order, but we'll skip that one because neither of them like coffee. Um, But kind of going off of the chosen, who is your favorite person in the Bible? Or it doesn't have to be from the chosen. It can be anyone. I kind of relate a lot to Matthew, um, at least how he is in The Chosen and Mm -hmm. how I've seen him portrayed. Mm -hmm. Um, After I taught, I worked um, for a pediatric therapy company and did ABA therapy. Cool. So I have made a real connection with children with autism, and Mm. um, I can really see it through Matthew, Mm -hmm. how he's challenged in certain ways that you and I will never understand. Yeah. But we can also show empathy and um, mm-hmm. compassion towards them. Yeah. So, and I also feel like he looks at things a lot different than you and I would. But Matthew was for you. Do you have one, Seth? Uh, I don't know. If I just had to, I guess, pick one. I don't know. I, I like Moses. I think his whole yeah. story is pretty crazy. Yeah. You know, he's born in the big city of Egypt and he's the, you know, the palace prince. And, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it goes just straight downhill. And then he yeah. goes in, into the desert for however many years that is and and randomly gets called back. I think that, you know, we think of it as a quick story, but to him, you know, it was his entire life. Yeah. So, I mean, 
that's kind of, I don't know. That's been always neat to me. Yeah. But. Yeah, very cool. Um, I like to travel, so I'll we'll end with this one. If there's been a coolest place you've traveled to, either together or separately, or if you have two different ones that are your favorites, where it's the coolest place you've been to. I would say for me, it was probably the Grand Canyon. Nice. I, it was a long time ago since I've been there, but we took a we took a really long three week vacation when I was younger. Oh wow! When I was probably you know ten or eleven or wow in that range, and we we drove all the way down to like the Grand Canyon, like Four Corners, and then all the way up to Washington State, and then all the way back to Michigan. So it was just a big big loop. Big so trip. During that time, you know, we saw a lot of a lot of cool things. Um, Places I guess I wish I could go back to. But yeah. There were a lot of cool places there. Nice. Yeah. Great. I I haven't really traveled a lot. Um, That's okay. So, fun fact about Seth, he's been to all 50 states. Oh, really? 49. 49. Sorry, 49. Which one are you missing? Nine. Not Alaska. Yeah. Um, but I've only done, like, the Michigan to Florida trip my whole life. Okay. So... Um, but I, I really like, um, I went to Europe when I went to college and I got to go to, um, Belgium, the Netherlands, Germany, France, and London. And so I, I really got to explore a lot and also see, um, Fun part when I was in London, I got to see the Queen because it was her birthday. You so did? we saw the whole procession, and yeah, it was that's so was cool. So cool. That's yeah, so cool at Buckingham Palace. Yeah. So I like Europe. Yeah, very cool. I'd like to go back someday. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you both for taking the time out of your busy day and at the end of a long work week to come talk a little bit about yourselves and talk about the chosen. I'm excited to get those started. So yeah, if there's anything else you have to add, otherwise. We're good to go. Yep. Great. Thanks.